it has some wilderness involved with it, but like, I don't want to talk about that part. Oh my goodness, D-Pain, how do I talk about how much I love this book without talking about the parts? But okay, so to start ourselves off, Hello, uh, if you're listening again, welcome back. This is episode seven of our Pointless Discourse podcast, where myself, Apocalypse, and D-Pain get together and we talk about topics, whichever topics we get voted on for us by our community, and um, we pick our most favorites and least favorites out of these categories. This week, it's childhood books, and I think both of us, uh, we we don't tell each other anything, but we did find out that we both talked about chapter books in specific. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, but before uh, we do that, why am I getting an echo on some things? Hello, hmm, weird. <laughs> before we do that, though, we got important announcement. Super important announcement. If we would rank it from one to five of how of importance, I would say it's a borderline eleven. That importance. That's actually a line from a movie called Gone Fishing. My dad really liked it, and he would say, Borderline 11 the whole time. <laughs> um, it's got, like, Danny Glover and Joe Pesci in it. Mm, okay. It's a, it's a fun movie. So, um, so let's see. What is the date? Okay, so it's June 6th, uh, 2020. Uh, for people who may be listening to this in the future... Um, probably have heard some of the things that were going on this week um, with with Black Lives Matters and all that. And um, I know me and Hop, we we were talking a little bit off uh, off stream as we're known to do from time to time uh, about about what was going on. And then the thought came up about um, about doing a charity uh, stream, which turned into being. Uh, a charity week and then we wanted to expand it to other people so we're actually having like a group of streamers like some on twitch some on mixer um that are coming together and we are raising money for the charity called um to write love on our arm um yeah in in hops chat like she wrote uh there. I'm just going to read it because it's going to be better than me just like going <laughs> off the cuff where it just says um, as a group we were fundraising for to write love on our arm to help spread awareness of mental health uh, to help spread awareness of mental health resources with the Black Lives Matter movement they provide special resources here which is a link which we will make sure is in the, the show description uh, if you guys are listening to this later and then we also have a donate link, which will also be um, in um, the description if you're listening to this audio thing and you don't know that we stream, which, cool. Um, yeah, so we actually, we're trying to raise $500 this week. Um, and uh, I know we have uh, J2 Rudos joining. We have JR Flames. Um, there's another person whose name I'm completely forgetting that's in our thing. Um, chaotic he is also joining and if there's any streamers that are here just lurking in in uh, the chats and would love to join um, just or are listening to this later or we'll probably see the post that we'll be posting on our all our social medias later um, 
feel free to either DM uh, me or Hop. Um, I'm allowed to say for Hop because she said I was allowed to. So <laughs> I did ask. Um, or uh, try to DM us on uh, the or message us on uh, the public discourse um, Twitter page, which is uh, at public disco pointless disco pointless disco that's said what it's the old at. one <laughs> yes um yeah so um yeah this is something we're really we're really like kind of we want like definitely recent events uh spurred this and if some people are wondering hey why are you going for mental health rather than bail stuff um in well, at least our conversations but what we kind of noticed with that there was a lot of bail bail um fundraisers and stuff that were already getting a lot of money to the point where like we're getting like a, so much that we were good send it to other people and we thought that helping mental health things especially with black lives matters is something that could continue on after a lot of stuff cools down and is unfortunately forgotten in media which if anyone watches the news or just watches twitter like the news switches and leaves the our our attention quickly and I know with this, um, at least personally, I, I can't speak for the whole group, but from what it seems like our conversations, that this is something that uh, it's not going to be a one-time thing. Um, I think we're going to, uh, something, not just with Justice Charity alone, but something that uh, we want to make uh, like a focus going into the future. And uh, yeah, so this is the start. Um, so as normal charity streams go, we have... Um, donation goals um some of us may have just filled them out 45 minutes before we started the stream <laughs> but um hop do you want to share yours first okay i've been talking yeah. for a while <laughs> yeah so we can split it up yeah so for mine uh if you happen to catch me live streaming i do uh i plan on having a um i have my donate command and in there i put a little image so you can see the goals um, given the podcast format, just so we don't break things up. One of the things I did say is if you're able to give $5, I have little rabbit cutouts and I'll write your name on it and I'll hang it on the wall behind me so that people know that you're uh, helping support the cause. But just because of the podcast format, I don't want to like be getting up and moving around a lot. So if I do miss your donation, I'll make sure to grab that for you. Uh, if you, if I'm not online, uh, and you do it while you're listening to the audio version. I'll make sure to keep an eye on Tiltify so I can make sure I don't miss you there. But overall, um, I think my various goals, I have some that are like community-based where we have uh, some fun things that I like to do. One of the early goals is to be able to do a BuzzFeed quiz stream where people can contribute quizzes to me and we can all take quizzes together and just goof off and I'll do whatever's sent to me. I think for the most part, BuzzFeed is safe. If I deem something unsafe <laughs> to do uh, live with people, then I'll just uh, x and a that. And then another one that's a personal one would be a uh, community movie night. I know uh, for my birthday, we watched The Matrix together and I just made commentary the whole time. Like when are Neo and uh, I can't remember the girl's name gonna kiss. Except I kept saying Keanu Reeves cause I, <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. Um, Trinity, yes. When do they when do they kiss? And I said it for like the whole movie. And then when they were gonna kiss, I was like, I'm gonna stop saying it. And then they kissed. And I was so mad. But anyway, that's another rant. <laughs> yes, but I figured I could do a movie night with you guys, and that we would do it um, where the community can pick a movie. I know Jr. and J2. They've heard me rant that Ryan Reynolds is not my favorite actor, so they joked that they would pick a Ryan Reynolds movie. 
Uh, and then other than that, I have some things where I would like to bring on other creators. Uh, you can check the image for that. If you're in tune to our streams, then you'll understand what I mean by like those goals. But if you're just listening uh, in an audio sense, I'll just leave it there for now. All right. Um, and for me, I don't really have, um, I don't have a, an image, but I guess if there's two that I'm going to pick out, um, I'm just going to pick out the top one because the top one is that this was the first one that I came to, um, for people that know, um, I stream a lot of random video games and if we fulfill our goal of 500, I am committing to doing a whole Sonic 06 playthrough. If anyone knows what Sonic 06 is, you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the thing like that's Sonic 06 is is super broken, and uh, Hop was on the call when I bought it to make sure if we got there, it would show up. So, um, yeah. But there's a bunch of other things uh, that are that are coming out, and definitely hit up. Uh, the rest of the people that are going to be joining this because they will have um they will definitely have their own goals and everything so that's the neat thing with like you guys being able to as you fulfill and hit these goals uh not only are you just getting 10 different extra bonus things from between the two of us but it's going to be 10 plus because i don't know how many don't know goals the other guys have come up with Ooh, excuse me i burped <laughs> so, <laughs> and you didn't even have to sip 14 sips of water. Yeah. <laughs> That's region decent. Yes, I know. Um, but yeah, Sonic 06 is on its way. But you know what's also on our way? Rolling for initiative. Um, smooth. <laughs> wow, just breaking the smoothness by calling it out. <laughs> I totally was about to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So again, the way that we decide who speaks first on our topics, we roll D20s because we're both... Uh, RPG nerds. Uh, I play mostly D and D. I know D Pain plays D D and Pathfinder, amongst other systems. <laughs> I'm gonna say you're winning this one. Uh, I rolled a nat twenty. Didn't I do that last week? Am I hacking? It's it's. I swear it's digital. Well, guess what? I have proof. I have a natural two. Nice. <laughs> You get to get. This is your third time going. First <laughs> I know. In a row. And then we talk about the positives because yes. you went even. Yes. Yes. If uh, the loser were, aka in this case, D Pain for rolling a two, uh, if you were, I to prefer roll second place. Second, <laughs> second out of two. Uh, <laughs> if you were to roll an odd, we would have started off with their negatives. But I think last week we talked about negatives. Yes. No. Yes. When do we talk about gushers? Actually, no. Yeah, that was last, last, because we both tag teamed, and then we took the quiz. So, oh, um, that's right. That's right. And then we had the best quiz ever. Guess what? On uh, YouTube.com slash pain, I have that quiz up there. Yeah, I still need to... It's great. I still need to set it up for uh, our Pointless Discourse YouTube. Yeah. Oh. Our, our YouTube page... Here, you talk about it. You did the things. Yes. <laughs> so there was a bug for a while where YouTube was not accepting verification. Uh, which meant that you can't upload anything longer than 15 minutes, which D-Pain and I were heartbroken about because we do like the quiz, but the quiz happened to take 19 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I went back, I checked, and I was able to verify our YouTube account. So we should be able to start uploading things. I don't know if we've decided we'll be doing full episodes uh, on YouTube as well, or if we just plan on doing clips. Uh, I think we'll feel it out and then 
mm-hmm. make sure to make an announcement on Twitter uh, how the YouTube page will be used yes. once we start doing it. <laughs> However, if there's clips that you guys really like from the show, let us know. I know we have one or two that people really liked, and then one that I, well, I, I, I said right after or probably during that quiz, this is going up somewhere. Don't know where. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you guys remember, if there was, like, a bit that you guys really, really enjoyed, definitely let us know. And yep. we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yes. All right. So I'll start off uh, with my second place out of two. Uh, Not last place. Second place out of two favorites. Last so, place, first place. <laughs> so um, so when it came to these books, I didn't. I tried not to think too hard about it because I kept... I had, I didn't have trouble picking my two like top books. These are two that I thought of immediately, and I could imagine like I can remember scenes from them and their overall plot without having to go back and relook things up. So I figured these two belong in these spots. Also, how spoilery are we going? Because I think all my books are very old, all things considered. But like, are they having movies made about them now? One was already made into a movie. Okay, so in the, the past, games. No. <laughs> I don't even think the Hunger Games was out when I was. Oh, we were doing twelve and younger, so I don't think the Hunger Games yes. was out when I was. We we should clarify that whenever in this podcast we say childhood, it is always twelve and younger. That reminds me, we have to add whatever ones we did childhood of teen years for those topics. Those same versions, yes. Yes, but we'll do that after the cast. Yeah. Um. I mean, um, like. We'll, well, you think, say it, and then we'll 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 judge it from there. Okay, because okay. I, the other one might have a movie, but the movie might be so old that no one's seen it. Because I haven't seen it anyway. So my runner-up is where the red fern grows. Uh, spoilers. Okay, restart, restart the stream. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had to put this one on here because one, if you've ever like listened to any content that I've created or watched any of it, it is no secret that I love animals. Um. I mean, there was a point in time where I was volunteering at a rescue animal farm. So I basically, like, for my own enjoyment, I cleaned up barns so I could pet goats and pigs for free. (laughs) And, like, I would just hang out in the pastures all day. But, yeah, so I very much enjoy animals. And, like, this book is very, like, subject forward towards the animals, in particular dogs. And, uh... I also have to admit that I'm a good, I'm a sucker for anything that's a good tearjerker, because like sometimes I'll go and find a movie or an anime that I know will physically cause me to cry, and just mm-hmm. have a very th- therapeutic cry because it's so sad, and then I feel so much better afterwards. And that is what this book is to me. The first time I read it, I wasn't ready, and oh boy, my family was like, "What happened? What's wrong? <laughs> Are you okay?" <laughs> I'm gonna quick, quick uh, inject here because the ending of this is very like i would say let's not spoil this one don't spoil the ending okay for this one. i won't spoil the ending let's not spoil the endings for any of them <laughs> there we go judgment me so i can talk about so i'll talk about the overarchingness of it without you, giving away the part that rips your heart out you can talk about the tree <laughs> that's a very important i guess it's in the title <laughs> well the beginning of the tree now i'm making now i'm wondering if i'm reading the right book Hold you on. are remembering the right book. So, yeah. okay. 
So this book Go is... Go ahead. Talk whatever you want. It's your book. It's I not forget... on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the introduction exactly. Like, you're saying the beginning of the tree. I forget the introduction exactly, but I do remember the main point is it's a young boy, and he has two dogs. I think at one... There's show dogs at some point, and if anyone's not familiar with what that is, mm-hmm. it's a lot of the whole, like... Um, I know Animal Planet does a whole big thing on it where you have, like, basically blue ribbons for dog breeds in specific. And so this boy got these two dogs. I remember vaguely that he brings them to competitions and shows to, like, show them and show that they're, like, well-bred dogs. But, of course, with any young adult book that involves animals, they get a great bond. They were all good friends. I'm already sad. Oh, no, DP, why did I put this on the list? <laughs> oh, Look, no. You have to get all that water out of you somehow. I drank so much water right before this. But yes, so I will try my best to talk about it without it being too spoilery. But like their bond is really strong together and they live in a place that's like a little. Do they tell you the state? Um, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, because it has some wilderness involved with it. But like, I don't want to talk about that part. Oh my goodness, D-Pain, how do I talk about how much I love this book without talking about the parts <laughs> <laughs> the important part at the end where it shows the true love between man and dog the true bonds that you can create with pet dogs oh my goodness i, I thought don't... of something that kind of like a real life story that kind of lines up with this that i literally found out about yesterday but i have a feeling if i say this you will definitely like bust out in tears so i'm going to hold oh, back no but <laughs> I mean, I don't know how well it translates as an adult per se. Like, say you're reading it as an adult that goes back to read it. Because, you know, like, usually with young adult books, the way the writing's set up and everything, it's very, like, straightforward given the uh, target age group. But. (sighs) Oh, that's why I can't look it up. I don't want my internet on my phone. (laughs) I want to, like, talk about a specific scene that particularly hurts but I can't if we're not spoilering it. Spoilering? Spoilering. All right, here, we'll do this. I'll roll a die for you. (laughs) All right? Even or odds? Evens. Okay, if it's an evens, we'll let you talk about it. I'll just talk about one specific scene. Hey, I rolled a four. Not the whole ending. Okay, so the scene... This die sucks. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) The scene that I remember very specifically and that makes me sad right now I'm sure D-Pain will remember what I'm talking about, is when the one dog keeps visiting the other dog. I'm trying to say it in the least spoilery way possible. <laughs> did I do it? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Did. And, um... Also, this book came out in 1961. I, yeah, I knew it was a very old book. But, like, yeah, there's a... For anyone that has read it, And here's my phrasing of it where it's uh, the dog visiting the other dog. Um, It is... Do you want me to read the Wikipedia story summary for you? (laughs) It's probably for the best. Okay. I feel like we need an announcer voice for this. Alright, so... A man named Wilson Rawls rescued a red-born hound under attack by neighborhood dogs. I don't... There's a reason why I went right to this voice, because I found out where it is, and now this is the voice that comes out. <laughs> uh, 
He takes it home with him so that its wounds can heal. In light of this event, he has a flashback to when he was 10 years old living in the Ozark Mountains. Uh, the book is Wilson Rawls' own story with Billy Coleman as a fictional character who wants nothing more than a pair of red bone coonhounds for hunting. Um, let's see. Uh, after after seeing a magazine ad for coonhounds, by the way, raccoon hounds, okay? <laughs> Feel like that should be clear. Uh, Billy spends the next two years working odd jobs to earn $50 and use to buy two puppies. Billy's dogs are delivered to, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that word, Tariqua, <laughs> over 20 miles away. Almost said years, but it's miles. Billy decides to walk the distance because he was a kid and didn't have a car. Um, as he returns with the dogs, he sees a heart carved on a tree uh, with the names Dan plus Anne. He decides to name the puppies <gasps> Old Dan and Little Anne. Oh, we're going to make her cry yet. Um, with his grandfather's help, Billy teaches the dogs to hunt. Both dogs are very loyal to each other and to Billy. Is this the whole plot? Hold on, I'm, I'm just I might be quick... mistaken then about the uh, them being show dogs. I guess they were just hunting dogs, but I thought there was yeah. a scene with them. Either case, yes. I guess hunting dogs is also a big hint as to... What There's a lot of hunting. So yeah, the Ozark Mountains, so it's... Um, it's they are in Arkansas, Missouri, and Mississippi. So it's that area. Which, if I remember, in Kansas, sorry, Kansas, that's what I meant to say. Because if I remember, he goes, like, he, he walks to another state to get them. Yeah, it did say, like, 20 miles. So, yeah. no, it's like, it is a very good book. Uh, a book I almost put in its place was Shiloh. If anyone's familiar with that one, that's another book about a young boy and his dog. <laughs> Uh, I think in Shiloh, it's a little beagle, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, hey, the thing I was thinking of is actually in the Wikipedia thing. So since it's in Wikipedia and anyone can read it, I'm okay talking about it. Go ahead. <laughs> it's uh, the one where he, it's like his, like, okay, so he gets these coon dogs to go hunt raccoons. And so, like, the first part, like, this is the neat thing. Like, I'm also remembering, like, um... Uh, I'm forgetting the name of the book, but it was like the the kid that just go like gets lost in the woods and just like lives in the forest and then like makes like lives in oh. a treehouse. Uh, it's not oh. lost in the woods. Hatchet. Yeah. Hatchet. Is Hatchet the one where I think so? There's Hatchet and then like the wolf, something. I don't know. There's a <laughs> lot of go out into nature, but uh. So anyway, he goes, and it's really cool because it's like, hey, you want to catch a raccoon? This is what you do. You see this can? Put some food at the bottom and put nails down because they're greedy little turds and won't let go, <laughs> and you can catch it. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, oh, okay. And so that's how they would first go catch raccoons. And then, so they were trying to do this again when the, the dogs went and chased a raccoon up into a tree. And it was like the biggest tree ever. <laughs> and so... The dogs were there with the and kept the raccoon like up in the tree, and while the while Billy ran home to get an axe and went to chop down the tree to go get the raccoon, except like, legitimately it's like a week, <laughs> like a week of him just chopping Working down his tree. tree, and it's like, yep, 
It was the third day, and my blisters broke open, but the dogs were still there, and <laughs> that raccoon just looked at me. And then, yeah. and it's like, and then it was day five. And my grandfather came out and said I was an idiot. Here's a <laughs> scarecrow because also, you know what? Our idiots, raccoons. They'll think the scarecrow is a person, and then we'll be too scared to come down so you can go to sleep. And like, <laughs> oh, thanks, granddad or dad or whoever told him. And then it's like, I, I think I remember this because like. Um, it was like in fourth, it was in fourth grade, our teacher read this book to us. And so it was just like in a wind blew and the tree fell down. And then shortly after, like a, a day or two later, like the teacher, she was reading the next chapter and all that. We had this giant wooden tree in the classroom. I don't know why, but we were all sitting there. Guess what? That tree fell down. <laughs> oh no. The line, the timing of that. But like. Yeah. How do you read that out loud without like busting out into tears? Sorry. Oh, the well, not that specific part, but the end. This is when like I realize I don't connect emotionally to a lot of things. Mhm. And also my fourth grade class was majority uh uh female, so there was a lot of tears and a lot of confusion from me. I was like <laughs> they're not real. Why are you crying? <laughs> Poor imaginary dogs. <laughs> but now that reading that Wikipedia article, finding out that they're real dogs. Hmm. You know, we could we could institute something that I saw in in or or heard in other podcasts and we'd be like, "Hey, spoilers. Starting of 3 2 1. Cover your mute the mute." <laughs> Okay, here, I'll set the timer. Two minutes, okay? Do you think you can get everything out in two minutes? Uh, uh, okay. We'll How about just, five? I'll, I'll set we'll it We'll do two five minutes, because if I go too deep and do it, I'm going to get really sad. We'll just do two minutes. Let me know when the timer starts, and I'll just... Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> All right. Guys, if anyone listening to this later or right now, um, wait two minutes, and it will be done, okay? So starting in three, two, one time start oh my god the mountain lion attack oh my god it's just so sad oh my god the it was like from what i remember as a kid it felt very visceral when i was reading it and what i could imagine of it and then all the scenes where how long was it that like the one dog passed away and then the other dog kept visiting its grave it was a very extended period of time mm -hmm. to the point where the second dog died because he was so sad about the first dog, and it's just a lot of sad dogs, and a lot of sad, and then good comes out when the tree grows again in the place where the red fern grows, and then the saying, that's where an angel was born, and it just, uh, okay, I got it. <laughs> you didn't even need two minutes. Say more spoil stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, those are the biggest things that got to me in that book, and those things I remember very specifically and very vividly, and it's just like, I can't think of many other books. Like, I know I loved the Harry Potter series, but there's not, like, specific scenes like that that could, like, trigger an emotional response for me. So, like, mm -hmm. I just remember, like, imagining the mountain lion jumping off of the cliff and, you know, the dog saving the other dog, and it's a very, like... I don't know if it's just because as a young adult I had better imagination, <laughs> but it's very much, like, still in my memory of mm -hmm. that whole attack going on. And that poor Billy was just like, he wasn't prepared. Because how old yeah. is he at that point? Because I know he's had the dogs for years at that point. Because they're adults. I think he's 13 to 16, no, yeah, 16 maybe. Because he's able to hunt on his own. 
Yeah, and like he got the dogs as puppies, and at this point the dogs are uh, full yeah. adults, and. So. Okay, we have 20 seconds about spoilerly stuff, so I want to say the one thing that I remembered. Isn't there a part where they get stuck in a snowstorm and he loses the dogs and then finds them walking around in circles to keep warm? Probably. That also sounds possible. I don't but remember it, that off the top of my head. Yeah, that's the only part I remember. And... Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's gone. Oh, well, night heard our, the middle of our spoils. <laughs> yeah but yes so that's my runner-up and i feel like we spent a lot of time on that because of me trying to talk around it and not knowing how to talk around the parts that are very important to like why i would consider a, something i can just i guess formative in my young adult reading experience because if i can still remember it and having not reread the book in over 15 years <laughs> i would yeah. say it left an impression on me Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry. Mine won't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> if that was your number two, I wonder what your number one's going to be. <laughs> Hunger Games. Anyway, um, my first... <laughs> okay, I don't know why, but I always laugh just at the idea of Hunger Games because I had a lot of friends that read it when, when they were like between 20 to 25 when the movie started coming out. And they thought it was like, man, it was a real good book. I'm like, okay, I couldn't get past the prelogue. I didn't read <laughs> any of them. It never interested me. I got rid of the book. Oh, man, now I thought of a book I really want to talk about, but I was an adult when I read it. Yeah, there are a lot of books that I can remember in my teenage years and, like, mm -hmm. college years, but that, you know, doesn't fit in this time frame. Yeah. So my my book, um, actually, it's really funny because the more I'm looking at this, it kind of... It, it kind of makes sense of, like, how I kind of look at things today. I guess, like, problem-solving kind of things. And uh, and just... It, I guess it also, like... We, we play video games a lot. And so, like, when there's a video game issue in the game, like, I'm like, this... I realize my brain kind of does this in the background, even if it isn't it verbalized, because most of the stuff that comes out of my mouth is goofy sing-song no <laughs> nonsense. Um, is have you ever heard of Encyclopedia Brown? Yes. So, Vaguely. Encyclopedia Brown isn't so much like a storybook; it is a collection of short stories that are mysteries. So each chapter would be like um, Encyclopedia Brown and his friends. Like the there's multiple books of these, and each chapter like it would set up this whole scenario. And it'd be like, okay. And it's just like, Encyclopedia Brown knows the answer. Do you? And at the end, it would, like, at the end of the book, it would tell you the answer. So, like, one that I remember very, like, clearly is, like, um, the bully, I forget his name, uh, was just, like, he's, like, he went to karate class and he learned about, like, all these different, like, super knockout moves. And the Encyclopedia Brown, Encyclopedia Brown's friend I forget her name too, but like, she was like just super strong and like would always stand up for Encyclopedia Brown whenever it was like the bullies would come around because she's like, I will punch you in the schnoz, get out of here. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're like, we're going to get back at her. And he's like, look, do you want to fight me? Do you want to go? And, uh, and she's like, I don't know. He just knocked out that guy. And he's just like, I'm trying to remember 
the exact wording is just like, yeah, so when when they when the person got knocked out, they fell forward or no, they fell backwards or something. It says which way they fell. And it's just like, okay. And Encyclopedia Brown tells like I think her name's like Ramona. Like you, like you can go fight. Like you can go fight him. He can't do you. And it's like, do you know why? And I'm like, I don't know why. And then like the answer is like when you get knocked out, you fall like you naturally like fall one direction. Hmm. Like it's either forward or backwards and the person was falling the opposite way. <laughs> and it's just like I don't know if that's true, but it's like <laughs> it's an interesting thing for kids. But, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's stuff like that or like it's um it, it's pretty much like I I do enjoy I do enjoy mystery. Like um every time I go watch any movie my brain doesn't my brain enjoys the movie to figure out the end and not so much the journey because i'm like i'm sitting there and i'm like oh well that person's a villain because they said this one specific line and my friend's like no shut your mouth and i'm like just watch and then at the end it's like <laughs> you're a jerk i did this with a movie with one of my really crappy roommates a years ago and he got super mad and then I also predicted the ending of uh, The Sixth Sense and only watching like a minute of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like I, yeah. I tend to do similar things with movies, but I think I'll only do it if the movie has like if I have zero interest in the movie. If the movie has an interesting enough concept, I'll ride along for the journey and live in mm-hmm. that suspended disbelief. But there was one horror movie, and I made a joke in the first 30 seconds. I was like, I'll be so mad if this is the ending. And my friends are like, did you watch this already? I'm like, no, I'm mad because this is the dumbest concept. And it was true. And I am. I wish I didn't waste two hours. Uh, it'll be interesting if you can guess what it is. Uh, I'll just say super rabies. I want to say, well, hold on, horror movie. Did, when did it come out? I want to <laughs> say early 2000s. Early 2000s? I want to say 28 days later, but... No, it was... Uh, that's pretty much what it is. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's one word, is the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Like, as I said, I don't watch a lot of movies uh, it, I'll, I'll spoil it for people. people. Uh, quarantine? Oh, if, Yes, you, I do remember that. Yes, yes, yes that makes sense now. <laughs> if you've watched I, Quarantine I in the that. first, yeah, if you've watched Quarantine in the first minute, they talk about a sick golden retriever, and I said, if it's super rabies, I quit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> my friends were very mad at me, but anyway, but okay, so, yeah, like, yeah, I think I've seen Encyclopedia Brown at like my here's a throwback scholastic book fairs but i don't oh, think yeah. it's a i think the covers never really interested me in like the art style because i looked at it again and i feel like mm-hmm. i've seen them but it's never been a book that i gravitated towards yeah it's it, like honestly i know why i gone like why i gravitate to his books like because my third grade teacher she like she was she was like a good teacher and like was very encouraging and very like looking back at it now i didn't realize it when i was in third grade because like um i was dumb <laughs> but, and somebody like what's the difference between now shut your mouth <laughs> but it's um i know what the difference is now i have a microphone and talk on the internet but um that like i remember like i tie that book series like with her class and like she's the she's the one we were when uh we were talking about uh 
The field trips? The field trips. She's the same teacher. Okay. Um, and, yeah, so, like, she she definitely, like, she stands out. Uh, Mrs. Brown, you cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm surprised you know how to use the internet. I have no <laughs> problem saying that. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, she was, like, and so there was that. And then, like, and then it filled into, like, going into the future. Like, I don't know if anyone else has ever done this, but, like, logic puzzles where you have a paragraph and, like, you have to, like, and pretty much, like, you make this grid and you're, like, you write on one side, like, Billy, Jimmy, and Susie. And then on the top you write green, red, and purple. And in the paragraph it's, like, Jimmy had didn't have the green because he gave it to Sally. And uh, Sally treated blue for the and so like you have to like figure out where it is and like do deductive reasoning if i'm using the right word yeah to, like, i think they're called logic puzzles because i used to yeah. buy books of those where another example is like uh if mr white lives in the greenhouse where does mr blue live etc and it's like a whole like the grave <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of like things like that yeah um so like as i'm talking i'm like man I should go read like some. I almost said Sylvester Stallone. Huh. <laughs> Rocky, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, we're from Philly. Um, the Sherlock Holmes books. I really like the Sherlock Holmes books. I honestly didn't start reading them really, but uh, Strider mentioned that I probably liked them. The I've only read a few of the short stories, but I really recommend Hound of the Baskervilles. That's a very good mm-hmm. uh, full length one. I remember Wishbone talking about doing that. <laughs> Wishbone. I forgot about that show. <laughs> Sherlock um, the dog. <laughs> yes. He was also Don Quixote. <laughs> I haven't read Don Quixote. Me neither, but I remember Wishbone's version of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so Encyclopedia Brown. Um, yeah, it's... I'll, I'll be honest, guys. There, there were a lot of books that I remembered that I really enjoyed but for the life of me I could not remember the name of them and like their books like written back probably in like the 50s and 60s and that because like hey growing up in the 90s it was just like we didn't have this plethora of the internet just feeding us stuff so like there was stuff coming out but it's like not not to the extent of of it now yeah, and it, unless the teacher assigned it, I probably mm-hmm. never learned about it. I didn't really yeah. start going to bookstores until I was a teenager. Yeah, I, well, I went to the library, and, like, my mom, like, she would come and was like, she's like, you like science fiction? Here you go. And so, like, I like I, I remember reading, I read a lot of science fiction growing up, and so, like, I remember this one where this alien crashes on Earth and meets these two kids and then, like, they can't understand what he says, so he just sprays some gas in their face, and then they can understand what he's saying. And they're like, he's like, hey! And they're like, oh, we can understand you. And he's like, yeah. And then they become friends, and they're like, okay, I need you guys to, like, we need help back on the home plant. But it's like, help, there's, like, a couple books. So the first one, they help him build his spaceship, and so he can get home. The second one, he comes back and he's like, look, I need help again. Can you guys come to my home planet? And so they go, well, little did they know that they were being watched by this, like, like teacher. And he's like, 
I'm going to stow away and like figure out. And he's like, no, you can't come. And so as they're going up, it's like, our fuel levels are off. And then it's just like, they open up a closet and the teacher's there. And he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I read this personally, but like you talking about books that like you kind of remember the plot of, but can't remember the name of, jogged my memory of another book. I don't think it would belong up there in my list, but it's weird how much you can read as a kid and not really like mm-hmm. remember everything about. Yeah. It's like, I remember there was this other science fiction book where this dude was like just a super cool mercenary dude and had this telekinetic like stingray. And I just remember this one scene where this ray hits the stingray and proceeds to go brain wipe the main character. <laughs> and like through the power of like, you're my friend. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> they're, uh, yeah they got better <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but it's like to be around mainly because i could i i like logic puzzles i still do to this day um but i could also remember the title of it is why <laughs> that is a good two. reason all right, so then i'll jump into my number one i will not have as much to talk about this because I don't know. I chose not to do a lot of research. Like, I know usually when I come to the podcast, like, I usually do a lot of, like, I dump a lot of research in and have a lot of notes. I figured with these books, I was just going to let it go because, like, thinking about these books again, I started to get feelings, and I was like, this is not a time for feelings. I've had a lot of feelings lately. <laughs> let me, let me step <laughs> back. But my number one book is The Giver. This almost made my list. <laughs> yes! It is this such is a good so book! Good. <laughs> so, like, but, like, looking back at the plot as an adult... It is actually a very dark plot for children. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is, but it was my favorite. I think the reason that I liked it so much was because of the whole... As you go through the book, you learn that what seems good and right may not be the right answer. And it's such a, like, a weird, deep message where I started to look around me and consider, do I see things differently than everyone else around me? Spoiler, the answer is yes. Everyone has different perspectives. But like as a kid, you don't think about that. But like the way that the giver was set up for me when I was a kid made me like stop and think like, is this color red what everybody else sees? And that is actually a very important point to the book. <laughs> I think that's his first time experiencing the things, if I remember correctly. I remember specifically a scene where he's in the schoolyard and his friends and him are throwing an apple and he gets like a glimpse of the color red and he gets confused and all his friends are like, what are you talking about? But like he, mm -hmm. has, he doesn't know how to express the color red because they don't understand the color red. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll also try to avoid spoilers, but this was made into a movie. I think they did the movie a few years ago. Yeah. I chose not to watch it because I rarely find movies that I like compared to the books. The only movie that I've heard has done somewhat better than the way the book is written. There's a few I think there are, but one of them I remember is Princess Bride. Uh, not Princess Bride. Uh, no, yeah, Princess. Yeah, Princess, yeah, Princess yeah. Bride. I confused it for Princess Diaries, and I was like, wait, let me make sure I get the right book. <laughs> yeah. Well, the neat thing about The Princess Bride, actually, is the guy that wrote the book. Like, he's involved, right? He's the one that wrote the script for the movie. He's like, well, if you're going to write my movie, you're, you're going to make a movie about my book, I'm writing the script. Which is good, because a lot of the times, like, I know as an adult, I read Ready Player One. Uh, I have opinions on that. We can talk about that another time. Yeah, it's but, dumb. Um, 
Um, I read it too. I won't wait. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, but I know people <laughs> said that it's um, when it came to the movie, I had friends that had watched the movie and read the book. I had only read the book. The other friends had only watched the movie and they sat us down and they like all talked about it and were like, it was not the same thing between like the two universes and it was our friend thought it was the most fascinating thing to listen to us like ask each other questions and not know what happened between the movie and the book and how they're so disjointed mm-hmm. but yeah so that's why i didn't watch the uh giver movie that came out recently because like for me again like i said this was like i think a pretty formative part of my uh young reading where like i will honestly to this day gravitate to anything dystopian like when I play video games and watch movies, I don't really like the dystopian feel because sometimes it's like cheesy, like fight me, but like Waterworld. <laughs> I love <It's>, Waterworld. <laughs> but like it's technically dystopian, but it's so exaggerated that it like doesn't it doesn't feel like you can connect to it. It's Water Mad Max. <laughs> it is Water Mad Max. Mad Max, I give a pass because like I don't know, I. I see it more of a reality that the world will be a complete desert chaos before it becomes ultra flooded. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's just me personally. But yeah, so like scenes like... I'm not getting into Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, scenes like uh, when he first experiences the color red, uh, the scenes where he learns about sleds and that Mm -hmm. snow exists. And it's all like a really like interesting telling of how it may seem like a utopia until you realize how much they don't experience Mm -hmm. and it's like that whole duality of if you want to experience true joy and happiness you also have to experience pain and sadness to be able to appreciate both emotions separately (laughs) um this is a little bit of a spoiler because it tells what things are to come so i'm going to write it in the discord prepare for typing everyone So, um, yeah, that is a very descriptive scene. Like, mm-hmm. it's something you really just. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, you th- that won't you make thought sense. It was something else, but yeah, like no, there's a lot. It's all the thingy. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of things that the giver does very well in like trying to express to you that things that we consider every day could just not be and what it would be like without those i don't know it's a very like i don't know it's just i just really liked it it, this honestly like i i I talked about it in encyclopedia around but like i was really tempted to put the giver on there as well because there's just like as you were saying there's a lot of things like like this this is part of the world building which is said in like the first couple chapters of this um they uh they're talking about like kind of stuff that we take for granted are jobs and and there's so like the the big one that i i feel like is is good to cause like um his sister's like man when i get like you everyone becomes a job when they turn it's like the rite of passage or like whenever Mm -hmm. they turn a certain age and like i remember his sister was saying like I want to become a birth mother because all you had to do is work for like five, six years and then, and then you don't really have to do much. And then it's like, yeah, but doing, 
not doing much, that means you have to go, like, volunteer the rest of your life, like, going and, like, at the, like, the old people, whatever the old people center is, or, like, doing other, like, menial tasks to keep things running. Like, it's just not, you don't get to do anything. And, uh, so there's that, and then, like, there's, I don't know, it's just really interesting, like, um, like, something that they talk about in the beginning of the book, and then you really don't, it doesn't, you don't recognize it until later in the book, that there's no hills, like, everything's flat, and Yeah, the easy. sled scene and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like, well, I was gonna say, before we uh, jump off, like, the whole job ceremony thing is something, like, I forgot about, but now that you mentioned, is a really interesting thing, because it's that whole, like we as kids are told what do you want to be when you grow up like what are your dreams what are your aspirations you can be whatever you want but then they paint this whole world for you and introduce it to people of that formative age and they're like all right well imagine a world where we look at you and we tell you you're tall you have to be this job and it's just like a you don't at least like reading it in like the states you don't realize that that's a thing that can happen and you don't realize mm -hmm. that there exist societies that have tried to do that it's a very there's a lot to the giver yeah i liked it better than the outsiders <laughs> so, i did not read the outsiders i did so <laughs> i had to um so yeah um yeah, so my final, my my top number one is actually a series, because uh, I remember uh, when I was younger, I, I read pretty much every book in this series, and it was the first thing I thought of when I thought of the good, excuse me, the good books in this, which is the Redwall series. You've if, mentioned this to me, but I haven't yeah. ever read it. Um, if you guys don't know where Redwall is, um, imagine, like, Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings and... Uh, trying to think of other medieval style adventure stories um king arthur and like all his lore and then put all those characters and stories um in like one big like world and all the characters are animals and that's redwall um so like king arthur and his family is uh there's uh martin and he finds like I can't remember the name, but he finds a legendary sword in a cave, uh, being guarded by a snake that he has to go kill to get this legendary blade, and then that blade is handed down from King, King Mouse to King Mouse, pretty much. <laughs> and so there's like Martin, they're, they're all their names begin with M, so I can't remember their names. Um, and so there's all these different things there. Uh, there's um like this whole badger kingdom which is like they're pretty much dwarves and like there's this whole like story called like Salomon's Andar or something like that where this badger like escapes some like rat town like rats are like the enemies in this and other just like other like creatures that are that are enemies but it's just like I remember I remember this one specifically because like this this badger goes and and escapes and finds this giant mountain and it's all hollowed out and they pretty much become dwarves and he just starts calling like all these other like badgers and like other rodents to live in this city uh this mountain city 
And But the cool thing about it is that the book's connected, depending on the timeline that it was in there. Um, kind of like how the D&D books are written, like except um, it's a whole bunch of different authors in there. This is all from like one dude. So there's like another book where this like mouse uh, was like enslaved and they were shipping her off like to another country. Uh, the boat gets stuck in a storm and breaks. And the only thing that she like wakes up on the, the shore with is this rope that soaked in salt water and s- dried in the sun and pretty much is like this rope club that she goes and fights people away with. <laughs> but while she's like she's on the coast and is like about to die because she's dehydrated and all this stuff and then like the badger that made Salamadandar or whatever that the the mountain badger city finds her and just like you're about to die come with me and then it's just like I remember this from the book and like she's like in there like oh man I need to get back to the abbot because there's or like he says you need to go to the abbot which is where Martin and like the other like royalty mice are with the the King Arthur mice are and she's like I need to get back there and so like her whole adventure is like she goes back um, to the abbot and then there's like other books where like you'll be following these random characters or like the main character of this book and then it's like hey this character that you remember that mouse with the rope yeah she came back and just starts beating rats (laughs) it's like it's super cool like because i i do enjoy when it's done well like connected worlds and like all that where it's like characters from other books like come in like i guess that's why i like D a lot (laughs) but um it's it, it it was just really cool uh just seeing it it's it's pretty much like if anyone has played or heard of mouse guard um it's it's i have it on my shelf but i don't feel like getting up it's um it's mice D pretty much uh and yeah that's pretty much that's what it is it's like medieval medieval world and adventures but they're all mice badgers I think there's a cat. I don't remember, but it's like rodent Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I had never heard of the series before. I know you've talked to me about it before and like sent me images and stuff, but I I had never read these, but yeah. it could be that like overall f- like out of the book genres, fantasy honestly is probably amongst my least favorites. Yeah, it was only up that it was number 1. Because there's, I want to say there's like between thirteen to like sixteen books, and I read most of them. So they up. definitely <laughs> connected with yeah. you. Ooh, some digested. Excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like I remember getting that, and like my my mom and like my grandma would buy me those books a lot and share them. And uh, yeah, no, I just remember having a lot of good memories just picturing and, and reading these books. Um, but no, like, honestly, like, stuff that I would be way more interested in is definitely, which now I'm thinking about it, science fiction, I dove way more into in my teenage years, um, and just stuff like that, and then as I get older, it's just like, man, adult books that stick out for D-Pain's 20s. Well, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a There's whole other no, set of books. Okay. That's a whole. That's something that that has no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. There is a lot of science fiction. Anyway, um, 
we've gone on a really long time and we have some fun quizzes to do but we have to go through our bad yes i don't have a lot written for these either these me neither so uh i'll go ahead and go off so for me finding books that i didn't like in this time period i found it really difficult and strider and i were talking about it and he said it's because usually as a kid unless it was an assignment you probably didn't even bother getting far enough for you to remember a book you didn't like and I, I can agree with that. Like, you'd probably get, like, a like you said, you started the Hunger Games, and then you just gave it away. And I can see that being, like, the case for me. But, like, these two books that I have, I feel like are going to be controversial, because they're not bad books. There's nothing wrong with these books. But my, the reason they're low on my list is out of personal frustration more than anything else. <laughs> so the first one I have as a runner-up is Holes. And I will preface that I love the movie. I love, 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 love this movie. I love the concept. I love everything about it. But I remember, like, as a reading assignment in school, the way that, I guess it might have just been, like, my reading comprehension at that time, but the time skips were very hard for me to follow through with. I don't know if maybe it's, like, it was just, like, something that I didn't, like, maybe it was my first time skip book that I read, so it was hard (laughs) for me to keep track of, because Holes has a lot of, like, really good storytelling, but it's like in between looking at the timelines between modern day and like the past and then an in-between part if i remember right like there's kind of like three timelines that help build the story and world building i don't know i never read it i only watched the movie yeah the the book and the movie i think are pretty similar and i think it is roughly like two or three timelines that like you're going back and forth i know there's at least two yeah there's at least two and then like it is also very possible that as a kid, maybe I multitasked while reading this because it was an assignment and I missed all the important, easy to catch stuff because I thought, you know, watching my favorite childhood TV shows plus getting this assignment done would be, you know, totally doable. But, you know, multitasking isn't actually a thing that people can pull off. Naturally, your brain will pick one over the other. Let's be honest, if I had like an, like Invader Zim on in the background... I was closing that, that book was, and getting back That was back definitely to it. way more important things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was way more important to my childhood brain. But yeah, like I feel bad like this in the next book that I have in this list because they're not. There's nothing that I can inherently think is very wrong with it. I just remember like reading it and getting confused and like coming to school and they're like, "What did you think about this section?" Write your like I forget what they called it when I was a kid, but it's like you write a sentence or whatever in like your reading diary to like interact with the book. And all my everything I wrote was questions like, how was I supposed to know who this is? Who's this character? Where did this character come in? I'm lost. Help me, please. (laughs) (laughs) This this reminds me when I had to write like a book report kind of thing like that for Black Hawk Down. Mm -hmm. And the teacher called me up in front of the whole class. Is like, did you just watch the movie and write the book report (gasps) off the movie? And I'm like, there's a movie. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like. I'm like, I, I didn't. You, like, I can give you my mom's phone number. You can call her right now. She'll she'll stand up for me because mm-hmm. she watched me read it. And apparently my book report was so close to the movie that the teacher was like, tell me the truth. And then the teacher's like, okay, I know you're not a kid that's going to go, like, lie or do this. So I just had to make sure write better book reports (laughs) yeah like we didn't have like full-fledged book reports we had to have like i guess it was like a reading diary where Mm -hmm. in at least in like the class setup that i was in because like my grade school they separated out kids 
I know a lot of people have talked about this like as a psychological thing, but basically they decided that some kids were gifted and talented and some kids were in like a slower reading thing and then there was like the normal kids. I was in the gifted and talented side. So in order to keep us interested in stuff, because like we could read quickly and we could pick up on material, they would have us have like reading diaries where we have to interact with a book. So we were, we had to be like, this is how I feel. I have questions on this to like force a discussion out of us instead of us just going, yeah, the kid did the thing and that's why the book's this way. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like on the gifted and talented thing and like, but yeah, this book it just was hard for me to connect to at the time when I was reading it. I was never in education on the gifted and talented side. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, so once again, my my first bad is actually a series, and it's it's an actually like another like kind of mystery kind of feel. Uh, like, hey, try to figure out the mystery. Except they were just dumb. It's the <laughs> boxcar children. I vaguely remember this series. I didn't yes. read it either. Okay. So the boxcar children, their origin story is pretty much all these kids lived in this boxcar and some adult found them. And he's like, what are you guys living here? And he's like, this is our home. And he's like, okay, you're living with me now. And these kids <laughs> are just, like, super smart. Like, mm -hmm. and they go and solve mysteries. And uh, they're like, okay, there's, like, over 100 books of these. I didn't look it up, but that's what I'm just assuming. There's over, like, 100, like, boxcar children books. And... There's actually one that I remember, like, where, like, the, um, like, their dad was like, I need a break. You guys are going to camp. At least that's what I read in between the lines. Um, <laughs> but he sends them to, like, this, like, camp to where they can all learn to be, like, ocean scientist people. And, like, they're doing that, and it's just like, oh, man, you look out this window... And it's like a magnifying glass, and you can see the like ocean and see the people. Which every time I think of that, it reminds me of this is an Ocean City landmark, uh, Lucy, the giant elephant. Yes, I've actually never visited Lucy, but I constantly remember seeing signs for Lucy. Yeah, I visited twice. Um, it's okay. The memory of it is really cool. <laughs> I don't know how cool <laughs> it actually is, but um, I remember like it's. That's a lot of topic. Um, but, like, the reason why it reminds me of that is that you can look through Lucy the Elephant's eye and see the beach. Okay. But you're, like, miles away from it. So, I don't know. It was like, that's the picture I always got. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, the boxcar children. It was, like, just six kids. And, like, some of these kids are, like, five years old and are able to solve, like, kidnapping cases. And it's, like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and to the point where it's just like I'm pretty sure they have actually I think this came after the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew but it's in like the same line of this it's like what if Nancy Drew did Nancy Drew have friends um if she did they did not survive in my memory um <laughs> uh, oops <laughs> okay for the podcast the reason why i said oops for audio listeners uh, j2 said the boxcar children was your was uh, his favorite book and it was the introduction to reading when he was in grade school love a reading i had the very opposite <laughs> <laughs> opposite thing 
Um, and I really don't have any defense for it because I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> it was just more of like, it was very silly. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, my thing was just I was frustrated about timeline skips. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if I can compare, like, now I thought about it, I can compare my thing to, uh, if anyone's watched the Witcher Netflix series, I enjoy it a lot. But they did not do themselves any favors in helping us learn that there was different timelines happening at the same time. And it took us a couple episodes for Stardare and I to go, wait, she's this old, but he's been here for this many months, but they're not there at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched it. I don't have Netflix. So as I said earlier, I don't know if this was on the pro podcast proper, but I don't watch any media. So <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Yeah, but I can see where your love for Encyclopedia Brown would conflict with Boxcar Children because of mm -hmm. the, like, I guess it's kind of like how, for me, there are certain, I can watch things and go, this is really similar to something else, but, like, this character in particular ruins everything. Like, why am I allowed to believe that this five, like you said, a five-year-old can solve all these grand mysteries? I like, Scooby-Doo, like, I would let that pass because they're all, what, like, in their 20s? <laughs> Although they solve things in very dumb ways and accidentally a lot of the time. Like a 20-year-old. <laughs> like a 20-year-old would. <laughs> Look, for anyone that isn't 25, sorry to break the news, but your brain ain't developed. <laughs> like, what, is, what do they say that the age is? 25. Uh, 25 is oh, the last part, which is the part of the brain that says, hey, I probably shouldn't do this or I'll die. <laughs> like that <laughs> That's part, when that comes life, in. <laughs> yes, at your life, the... Life pre uh, preservation part of your brain doesn't develop until you're 25 years old. It just so happens to be the last part. That is interesting. That's why there's a whole bunch of shows where, like, I put them under, like, man, y'all are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and you look them up and you're like, oh, they're under 25. Makes <laughs> sense now. <laughs> Watch some science thing came out and, like, probably disproved that, but... Um, but yeah, no, like JT, I can understand that as well. Like uh, for people here, he's just saying that the his library didn't have a lot of great books and just happened to be a mystery book that uh, he needed. But even if it wasn't that great of a mystery, and I was like, yeah, no, like honestly, we talked about Encyclopedia Brown and their logic puzzles really aren't all that great. And not, I'm not even sure if they're factually true, but I enjoyed the logic puzzle of it, and so. This is anything about pointless discourse. Besides it being pointless, <laughs> there's going to be a whole bunch of random opinions. Yeah, that's and that's the fun of it, because like with these topics, they're specific enough but broad enough that it should bring in like a bunch of different viewpoints into it. Yeah, you're all wrong. That's the viewpoint that we <laughs> all have to... Okay, what's your number one before I totally kill the episode before we hit double digits? Okay, I feel like so bad because this isn't a bad book and I know it's celebrated and it's Don't a very worry. Mine important... Don't worry, mine is really bad. <laughs> my, my number one least favorite growing up when I was in this age group was The Hobbit. I can understand that. <laughs> So, like, I never actually finished this book. I will be me completely neither. honest. Okay, so I'm not alone. There was so much pressure on me for, like, for me to read this book. And I don't know if that's part of it or if there's other reasons. And I understand that, like, <laughs> like my sister was a giant um, Lord of the Rings fan. Like, she read all of them. She even knew the lore between um, his death and his son picking up on another book and she kept trying to explain to me why these were so great and she really wanted me to read these and then like 
uh, it was an assignment and school for me to like also read it and I never really got through it and then all my classmates really liked this book and I felt like I was supposed to love this book but like I couldn't and then um, I remember like specifically the frustration I felt in the fact that I kept starting the book over and over and over again and never really made it very far um, the main things I retained from it are the name Bilbo Baggins and that hobbits don't like to go on adventures. Those are the two things I can remember from this book. And also a thing to keep in mind is I've never finished a Lord of the Rings movie. So any other lore in the universe is lost on me. I have the references thanks to memes. I understand those, but yeah. I, I misspoke actually. I read all the Hobbit and then I was like, I like the Hobbit, the parts I remember of it. Um, the thing is I don't I tried to read Lord of the Rings, and I couldn't finish that. So. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, maybe it's, um, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but when I think about things, I almost never visualize anything. So I don't know if that hurt me for The Hobbit. So, like, I know a lot of people have told me that when they read, they have a movie in their head, like a movie reel playing of what's going on. I don't really have that. I kind of just accept the words <laughs> and put things together and then um uh, i don't know if it was that the book felt like it was bigger than other books but i did do research to look at the other books i have in my list and honestly the hobbit's not that much bigger i think depending on the print that you get the hobbit's roughly 300 pages the other books that i had that i like are all within the 200 to 275 range so it's not a bigger book so that's not a good excuse <laughs> It's that extra 25 pages that, that are intimidating. Weighs me down. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, the book and the contents, there's nothing, again, like, with the Holes series, like, there's nothing bad about it. It's just that I, I don't think I connected with it very well. Like I said, fantasy is not a genre that I really love. It's probably one of my least favorite genres to, like, get into. And... Mm. I do have a specific memory of me like being a kid and being in the backyard in a plastic beach chair and like my sister coming in going, are you at the part yet? Are you at the part yet? What part are you at? Do you like <laughs> it yet? And me just being like, I just, I can't, I can't retain this book. It's I, maybe it's just not for me. It's, it's a lot. Like he is very, de like he's very descriptive, but descriptive in very like specific items. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, there's a part, like, I actually, I didn't, I remember reading it, but my brain didn't attribute to the fact that it was in The Hobbit when they all get into wine caskets to ride down a river. Oh, I remember that, yeah, I vaguely remember that. I remember, like, a really long, like, a lot of, like, conversations trying to explain what each other looked like, like, a mm -hmm. hobbit meeting a non-hobbit for the first time, and the two of them, like you have really big feet that are really hairy and you're really short. And I'm just like, that, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe if I read it now, maybe I'll do better at it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, because there's like two scenes that I remember in that. One is the the spider, like when they meet, go through the spider forest. And then the other one, like near the end where... Um, Bilbo is like uh, interacting with the dragon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
I also, but, uh, my friends invited me to watch the first part out of the, what is it, two or three Hobbit movies. Three, also yeah. fell asleep, yeah, also fell asleep in the Hobbit movie in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> it was the scene where they were washing dishes and singing. And then I woke up at a point where they were having some kind of like weird race on carts with giant CGI rabbits. Uh, you would wake up for the rabbits. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, my rabbit senses are, are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am probably the worst person to watch movies with if I'm not inherently interested in it at all. I am oh. very good at falling asleep if I have any sort of comfort. All right, so here's a good question. Uh, what is worse, being with someone that's going to fall asleep through the movie or someone that literally doesn't shut up through the movie? Like, they're not loud, but they're like... It, it's like um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Just cracking jokes and making observations. For me, I enjoy watching movies with people that are in that Mystery Science Theater 3000. And I understand why it's frustrating to watch movies with me if I fall asleep. Because you go and you're like, did you see that? And she's like, you know what? I, I think it's worse to have someone that falls asleep. Especially if you recommended the movie to said person, which is usually my case. Mm. <laughs> I'll leave it up to chat because... I'm definitely one of those. Spoiler, the second one I mentioned. Um, and I very much annoyed a lot of my friends. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Short story, D. Penguin was invited to watch Saw. And because he couldn't take it seriously, because he knew it was a movie, laughed through the whole thing. I like Saw. The rest of the series of Saw, I was basically the laugh at the whole thing. But Yeah. And so, so because, like, I... I was, there was a point where I remember, like, my friends, they went and invited this person to, uh, like, from their school. This is just like, okay, we want to watch Saw, but it, it's very much like when teenage, like, looking back at it, it's like if teenagers, like, when they're just like, man, this person likes this other person, let's force them to be close to each other, but, like, my brain, if that was the case didn't put that together and they're like you should sit next to him mainly because we don't want to sit next to him because he's gonna <laughs> keep laughing through the whole movie and but i had no clue who this person was so i just sat there and just quietly giggled to myself like as like i don't know they cut open some dude's head <laughs> and, and the only thing was like and i was like so what do you think of the movie and she's like you're right he laughed through the whole thing <laughs> that's funny so. Um, okay, so apparently you're the worst, <laughs> according to the two people that answered. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add on to The Hobbit. I, right. I think it's more like I just have a memory of my frustration trying to read through it, not mm -hmm. necessarily that there's anything, like, in the book that made me go, garbage, trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um controversial answer from d-pain now uh, which i said on my stream multiple times so really if you people are here at my streams or probably have heard me say this uh, my worst book is harry potter i love harry potter <laughs> <laughs> um the first one specifically um so back in the day i don't know if they still do these they had things called reading olympics where in short uh you your classroom had to read a whole bunch of books and um 
they like and in reading all these books they like you had to go and answer like you pretty much like had debate quiz stuff like they would ask a question and just like what happened in this part of the book and you're like this is what happened and you're like you're right you're wrong you got points and whatever um so they're like you need a multiple multiple people to read these um these books um and they're like we need one more person to read harry potter and i'm like i'll read harry potter and nothing stuck (laughs) (laughs) look i i can read the chat right now everyone isn't happy and i'm okay with it (laughs) (laughs) i took the quiz i'm a bird claw or whatever it is Ravenclaw. sure (laughs) yeah like harry potter for me i think was one of the it's not one of the first series that i got into but it was definitely like I reread the first Harry Potter book a lot. I remember that specifically. <laughs> like I'm just reading chat and they're all like we have to we have to get rid of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's I don't know why cuz like I in Like I really like cuz like I I don't know like and here's the other thing, a lot of my friends um were um, they were like, so this was the argument they would always give me. They're just like, look, yeah, the first book, it isn't the best book, but they get better. And they're like, and I think someone's like, definitely like by book four or five, it's like really, really good. And I'm like, then I'm wasting time with two to three books and before that. And it's like, why would I want to read a book series more when I thought the first one was boring? Why would I want to continue down that road? See, I understand that thought process because, like, people have told me, like, there's animes that I just refuse to watch because I hated the first episode. And people are like, give it till, like, the end of the first season. I'm like, that's a lot of time. I don't want to, like, watch a whole season for a character to stop being annoying. But, like, is it just, like, the first book bored you? Or was it that, like, certain things were just, like, awful to you? Because it's it's just more that I found it boring. And I'm like... Um, which, like, if we, like, as I said before, like, right around that time is when I was getting more into, um, kind of science fiction and a little bit more into, I guess, like, if we, if we look at my top two, one, like, the, the book that's a legitimately just a whole bunch of written logic puzzles and, um, uh, medieval stories and then stuff that I mentioned earlier that I couldn't remember the t- names of like uh, was all science fiction it's not that I have anything against magic I think magic's super cool and like I don't know there's also the other argument like because people know I'm a Christian they're like oh you don't like the Harry Potter because you, you know, the, <laughs> the, the the Bible says no and I'm like stupid I, I read Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings has all the same things in it. I play D&D. I have a lot of, <laughs> in my grades, my elementary school, I had a lot of friends that were banned from Pokemon and Harry Potter. And I went to a public elementary school. But I remember, like, you can borrow the first book. And they're like, no, my parents said it's witchcraft and we have to burn it. And I'm like, you're not burning my book then. Like, I'm not letting you borrow it. I'll burn you. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, no, I mean, like, that's not what I would jump to naturally if you didn't like Harry Potter. Because 
Yeah. I, I honestly, I remember yeah. liking Harry Potter, but I cannot tell you anything specific that happens in the book that made me go, yes, I like this book. So I can see where mm-hmm. it could be boring. And I do, I remember more so paying attention to like, that's when I started reaching the age where I would critique everything. So I remember playing Harry Potter video games and movies and comparing it to the book and being mad that things weren't canon. That was a big part of my childhood. I was probably very annoying to be around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, I know that's a well-loved series and it just legitimately doesn't connect. Mm -hmm. Like, I do think the lore is really cool. Like, certain parts of it. (laughs) It does take a bit to get there. I agree with that, where like... The first book is a very, like, generic, young adult, like, I'm a wizard now. I had bad yeah. circumstances, and now I have the life of my dreams kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's not until the later books that they start bringing in, like, really mature characters and a really mature, like, problem. <laughs> yeah. And it's... But, like, it, like, the thing that I really do like about the movies is... The fact that, like, they're the same actors for however long it took. And I'm like, yes. I find that really cool. It is very um, dedicated, which is nice. Yeah, cool. so there's definitely, like, there's things, like, I'll give it credit for, like... Um, like, you grew up with the characters like you would have grown up with them in the books. Yeah. But in the same sense, here is a fun fact about me. Uh, I never watched or read the final book in the Harry Potter series because he of dies. A- I don't know. I don't know what happens. So. There is a character of mine that is very important that is no longer in the series. I don't know any of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I remember MMR read the book now. Oh, okay. That possibly could be a spoiler if I knew what I was talking about. Before you anyway. spouted it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, no, there was just... It was six. Six. I mean, there was an important character in book five that I liked that was kind of, like, not around anymore. Was George. A cool dude. Yes. There is a George <laughs> in the books, but he I think he he stays in till the end. We should do that Harry Potter quiz. <laughs> Maybe not today. Not today, because we are, we are all Very. sorts along today. Who thought, like, we... Look, guys, with everything that was going on and setting up the charity stuff... We both realized Friday afternoon we didn't put any work into this one. <laughs> Here's to rambling. But anyway. Uh, um, but yeah, it's like, that's uh, the thing I, that was the thing people always told me was just like, um, oh, well, you just got to read more. Like, just read the book four. And I'm like, no. They're not short enough for you to be like. I don't have enough interest. In. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, I read a lot of mangas and stuff. If the. Now, mangas are kind of, the chapter's kind of short, but if, like, if I read three or four, because that's normally, like, if you guys, I'm going to go into <laughs> to comic talk in a sec. If you get a trade paperback or um, a jump sojin, uh, which is, it will normally have uh, three to five comics in there. If I read the three to five comics and I have no interest in the story, I'm not buying any more of it. Yeah, I don't man- care how good it gets. Manga is very interesting also in that, like, they're very short, and you can get mm-hmm. through them very quickly, but they're just as expensive as some novels. Yeah, Sorry, that's just me. I, that's just me being picky as a consumer. Uh, no, I, I, I understand because I want to get the Berserk Onibus, but that thing is so stupid expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, I don't like Harry Potter, but when I took the quiz a while ago, I, like years and years ago, 
I got birdhouse and my ghost animal was a hyena. I have no clue what that means, but apparently a hyena. You don't have to curse at me. <laughs> Mine, I made a joke that I'm very stubborn and my Patronus is um, a bull. So uh, I'll take that for what you will. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What does the ghost animal do? Uh, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've been in the universe. It's like the whole um, your protective spirit animal kind of thing. There's a particular spell that you can cast and it can like... Help you out. I forget. I just remember there's a really important scene in one of them where Harry's comes out and saves the day, essentially. Yeah. What's his? A squid? His is a deer. Like a full, a full, like, (laughs) full, uh, (laughs) like a male deer with really big horns. I remember that being a very important, like, description. Oh, he had a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very particular spirit magic. I don't know everything like they do do a lot in the books to talk about spells and like their origins and like their latin names and then there's patronus which is just like important ghost spirit help please Uh, (laughs) well when i took the quiz mine was a hyena which as soon as i took that the people that were in chat were like oh no i don't know what the animals mean to be honest me neither but we got quizzes to take yes so moving on we're now a part of the podcast where we get to take quizzes we didn't find like ones that we necessarily thought would be great, but are we taking the serious one first, or do you want to skip the serious one and just do the goofy one? Um, uh, well, let me look at the time. <laughs> uh, we also started a little bit late. Let's we can do the two. It's fine. People okay. are used to the longer casts anyway. <laughs> yes. So basically, in the quizzes, we try to find ones relevant to the topic we're in. So the first one that we have right now is uh, which young adult series do you belong in? I thought this, uh, like, since we picked chapter books, maybe this could help encapsulate. Also, fun fact, I did a quick search. Did you know The Giver is actually part of a series? No. I remember, I, looking at the book covers, I remember starting the various books, but I don't think any of them stuck with me as much as The Giver. One of them, I think, is Gathering Blue. And that one is a girl, if I remember correctly, she's injured, and she happens upon a blue flower for dyes and stuff, and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But anyway, so onto the quiz. Hmm. I guess since I started uh, with the topics today, you can start on the quiz questions. Uh, this is this is how the last couple of weeks have gone. <laughs> oh, the by, by the way, guys, Hop found this one. I found the next one. And guess what? It might this... be bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing can be as bad as last week's. Okay. Fingers crossed. <laughs> you have a very loose interpretation of bad. Anyway... <laughs> Which weapon would you use to fight your enemy? Magic, knowledge, a bow and arrow, bare hands. Oh, dang it. There's one answer because I keep making this joke. I got to stay on brand. I'm going to pick knowledge. I'm going to choose bare hands because I always <laughs> say I want a character that's going to punch people in the middle of like the game with like people that have guns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So choose a creature. Dragon daemon ghost which humans i don't know so the way they spelled this word at first i thought it was demon but the way they spell it is daemon which is i believe a computer term for things that run in the background as processes if i'm remembering my words correctly and it's confusing in the mix so i'm gonna assume it means demon i'm searching it right now <laughs> it's oh, it's okay. another way to spell demon 
Strider says it's a Latin for spirit. <laughs> it's like, day, man. <laughs> uh, if I just have to pick one of these as a creature, I'm going to pick a ghost. That's what I was looking at, too. Like, this one sounds the most fun. Okay, what word best describes you? Clever, strong, unlucky, independent, curious, gifted. Whenever I read the word gifted, I just, like, the first thing that pops in my head is, oh, he's a bit touched in the head. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick independence. Uh, okay, sorry. I had to move some things. Okay. Um... I hate when I have to describe myself. <laughs> and so I just went for the gut instinct and just picked a word. Uh, first one was clever because it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> this is you. Okay. Do you work alone or have a companion or companions? Um, I guess I have someone I trust with me at all times. The bunnies. Sorry, oh, wait. That, sorry, the options. I work alone. I have someone I trust with me at all times. Or I have a few loyal companions. Um, I'd have to choose a few loyal companions because one thing as I got older I realized I don't see a full picture anyway <laughs> what's your biggest fear not fulfilling my destiny being unable to save the world losing the ones I love being unhappy losing the ones I love is mine also, sorry for anyone. I know in the beginning, before the podcast officially started, there was a whole thing about me drinking a lot of water very quickly, and it is catching up to me. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right, so let's take our time. Uh, <laughs> now, um, shoot. I don't know. One of these just sound like I'm, I'm legitimately not dragging on because like I, I don't know what to uh, Destiny, sure. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is me. <laughs> okay. Wait, is it? No, I think this one's this me. This is you. Yes. It's you. Uh, yes. Uh, what's what, worth what? fighting for? My family, the future, my friends, or the truth? Mm. Uh, uh, future for me. I'm going to do truth. Uh, yes. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> hey. What evil are you up against? An evil and cunning villain? An internal struggle? My friends turning against me? A corrupt society? Hmm. Which one of these is going to give me the Hunger Games? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go internal struggle. Um, yeah, that's the one that fits the best. Because I like being the villain, personally. Anyway. <laughs> so what's your favorite genre? Fantasy, romance, crime slash mystery, science fiction, anything dystopian, historical, or horror? Well, you literally said this in the podcast. I mean, I do like dystopian, but I do like <laughs> science fiction, but I do like horror. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm tied between science fiction and horror. <laughs> like, I also, I almost put on my list the Goosebumps series. I never read any of them. They're fun. They're very, I almost, like, simple. Like, some of them are much better than others. I was going to put, um, 
choose your own adventure books but i couldn't think of anyone which is very i almost put those on like my least favorites because some of them were so dumb i remember one with a yeti mountain and they're like do you go left or right and i was like i go left and they're like you fall off the cliff you start die. over and i was like what am i what adventure is this yeah. all right i'm gonna go um, dystopian to stay consistent yeah i said science fiction this is books so science fiction the best part of ya is wait what's ya oh young adult (laughs) (laughs) i thought they were just like really excited to say yeah all right (laughs) is the love story strongly characters the epic adventure the lessons that are learned the lessons that are learned the adventure (laughs) (laughs) choose an emoji bow and arrow eyeball knife dragon fire or magnifying glass oh you can make fire with the magnifying glass I'm gonna go magnifying glass. Yeah, that's kind of where I was leading to. Submit. I did not read this series, but you can go with yours. I got The Mortal Instruments by Sandra Clare. I got that also. I remember seeing this book and I remember hearing about the movie, but I personally never read it. I don't know what it is. I mean, you belong in the mortal instruments. You are a normal person in the world until you stumble along a group of people who change your life forever. From shadow hunters to demons, your idea of the world has been flipped on its head. Everything about who you thought you were was wrong in your life-altering adventure. This and is the first a- time I think we've gotten the same answer. Look at this little... The little gif. Yeah, this girl's very confused. Uh, looks like in chat someone got the inheritance cycle which oh. I'm also not familiar with. I'm going to Google it. And then uh, somebody else got His Dark Materials. I've heard of His Dark Materials, but I haven't actually read into it. These might be more modern young adult series, and I apologize. I wasn't prepared for this quiz to be. <laughs> that's The, the Inheritance that's looks like a dragon book. Okay. Amazon yeah. says it's perfect for fans of Lord of the Rings, and I don't feel like reading the rest. That's fine. Because, oh, like, when wait. I saw the top banner of this, it was an Aragon picture, so I assumed it would be more of, like, our era of young adult, but... Yeah, that, um, actually, they were saying that's... Wait a second. Oh, I've oh. heard of His Dark Materials because it's a book right... Or, it's a show right now that I've seen ads yeah. for. Yeah. Now it's published in 95. I guess it's, like... The Inheritance... Okay, so Aragorn is part of the Inheritance series. Oh, okay. So it's not too far off. Yeah. All right, we have one more quiz. I found this one, so <sighs> I'm going to promote it. This is the one I, I, I said, Hop, this is funny. And then when I realized we didn't have any quizzes, I was like, let's do this one. And now we are. Here we are. It's also from the same quiz that we have a uh, fan of the sh- not fan because uh, we don't know if she actually watches. It'd be really <laughs> cool if she did. Please let us know. Um, but uh, from the same site that Cat wrote the gummy bear quiz, and it's called "Choose Some Books, Get a D One Song." Um, here you go. Pure chaos. Oh, Golden Compass series I am familiar with. So apparently his Dark Materials is, like, within the Golden Compass stuff. Okie dokie. But okay. Who's going to go first for questions? Um, I went first last time, so you can go first this time. All right. 
So choose one of these. Beloved, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, Golden Compass is first. Sorry. Uh, Little Women, Death of a Salesman, or Uncle Tom's Cabin. Out of these, I do like Death of a Salesman. That's what I was leaning towards, too. But I also like Bridge to Terabithia. I never read it. That was assigned to a different reading group, and I never read it. I know it's, the important part that happens. It's like where the red fern grows, but with people. <laughs> with people. I yeah, know. I wasn't sure if that list was musicals or books. I didn't understand. I'm, I'm choosing Death of a Salesman as well. Yeah. Hey, right, which one would you choose? Emma, The Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, Anne of the Green Gables, Anne of, of Von Ella, down the rabbit hole, Pride and Prejudice. I don't know a lot of these. And the ones that I, I do know, either. I don't like. Like, I don't like Pride and Prejudice. And I didn't read Emma because I didn't like Pride and Prejudice. I think that's the same author. I'm going to choose Down the Rabbit Hole. <laughs> I've heard of Anne of Green Gables, but I never read it. Yeah. I'll pick Down the Rabbit Hole as well. Oh, the worst rabbits. book's on the next question. All right. Which one out of these, Oliver Twist, Great Expectations, Frankenstein, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or Lord of the Rings? Oh, that's interesting. They put them in a different order. Yeah, I noticed that for yours as well. I think out of these, the one that I like the most is, did I, I think I read Frankenstein. Did I read it? Yes. I'm I'm thinking of Oliver Twist, mainly because I'm thinking of that Disney show, the Disney movie, Oliver Twist and Company. Yeah. (laughs) Why should I worry? Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? Um, man, this one isn't getting as much laughs, but man, I'm just expecting the end not to make any sense. Um, and these Hamlet, The Godfather, uh, Savushin. These aren't books. <laughs> I don't know what these are. Shamanaman. Lila and Majun and Mrs. Frisbee and the rest of Nim. I'm going to choose Nim because I know what that is. I'm going Hamlet. Nim. I like Hamlet. Oh, this guy has cool hair. <laughs> so how about these? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Matilda, Dork Diaries, Practice Makes Perfect, Mind Wide Open, or To Kill a Mockingbird? Oh, I love To Kill a Mockingbird. That almost yeah. made it on my list. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these? The Book Thief. Percy Jackson, Diary of Anne Frank, Little Prince, 1984, Charlotte's Web. I'm learning that I haven't read any of these. I'm going to go 1984. I don't know like what range they're doing these books because some of these are children's yeah. books. Some of these are very adult. I'll choose Charlotte's Web. I like the rat in that show, movie, book. <laughs> So these ones, Animal Farm, Gone with the Wind, A Wrinkle in Time, Little House in the Big Woods, Fahrenheit 451, and The Phantom Tollbooth. Oh, like some I... of these are like Wrinkle in Time and Phantom Tollbooth are children's books, but Animal Farm you don't give to the same age group. So I'm very... Actually, I read Animal Farm at <laughs> the same time I read The Phantom really? Tollbooth. Really? Yeah. I didn't read Animal Farm. I didn't read any of these, actually, now that I look at the list. Uh, do, oh, man, now I'm kind of... I know the premises of all of them. I completely forgot about the Phantom Toll Booth. That would have probably made it on my list. I really do remembered. like that book. Yeah, that's making it in there. Wrinkle in, Wrinkle in Time was also a book I was thinking about putting on there. But... I'm going to do Animal Farm because I do like Orwell, but I haven't read that book in specific. 
Alright, and these final ones, Harriet the Spy, Char- these are movies. <laughs> <laughs> Harriet the Spy, Charlie then the Chocolate Factory, It, A Tale of Two Cities, Romeo and Juliet, and The Borrowers. Uh, I haven't read these as books, but I'm familiar with them, like It and Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I think I'm going to go Romeo and Juliet. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Um... I don't like mm-hmm. this result. I'm going to choose it. I never heard this song. <laughs> uh, I got the song What Makes You Beautiful, and there's no description. There are only lyrics, and I'm not oh, yes, going to read these here. lyrics. Did you get I'll the same read, song? No, I got I Want, where the lyrics say, I want, I want, I want, but that's crazy. I want, I want, I want, but that's not me. I want, I want, I want to be loved by you. And if you want the rest, go look it up on YouTube. Yeah, like, I think What Makes You Beautiful is the bigger one do song, if I remember correctly. It's a very, I don't know. They just say, Um, you don't know you're beautiful, and that's what makes you beautiful. Like, what does that mean? Because I don't think I'm pretty, I'm pretty? That's very counterintuitive for um, self-love. Oh, hold on. (laughs) If If we have a few seconds, let me see. Because I think I have a... A picture it should be on here. I have to like go to my Facebook. Oh which, boy! And was it was it in here? There it is. And I'm gonna put this in the Discord. I can close these quizzes. I don't need them anymore. I just gotta find out where that picture went. There it is. Oh, that's not that's the wrong Discord. Just in a random Discord just pasting this photo. Oh jeez. <laughs> what is happening in this photo? <laughs> it's Alright, so people that don't know what it is that I just posted, it's uh, a one D album art where my friend went and cut out all our faces uh, cut out the faces of the one direction people and put me and my friends profile pictures at the time in there it reminds me of those old like elf music videos that people used to do all the time for christmas yeah i'm looking at it and the one all the way on the right i had the same sweatshirt but i'm going to delete this before it becomes blackmail (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i think you know we took our quizzes which will be included in the description so that wraps up this portion now we get to roll a die so i think d pain you get to roll for the next voting topic let me bring this up so in the coming weeks we will have um it's pies versus pies versus two pokemon oh well i know it's winning (laughs) pokemon Pokemon versus Pies, guys. So, this one will definitely be easier and probably more controversial. And for anyone that is wondering, it will be uh, the top two. Um, the top two. Sorry. The first 151. Yes. Because I don't really know much beyond the first 151. Besides, we all know the best one is that trash Pokemon. Trubbish. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that you can vote on in the coming weeks, uh, for anyone that, um, is, uh, came in late to the live show and missed our announcements, 
uh, starting off today, we have a group of us uh, streamers um, doing uh, donation goals and things like that. Uh, or, well, sorry, a fundraiser for To Write Love on Her Arms. Uh, let me put that in here. Uh, I have information. If you do exclamation point donate in my chat for anybody else um, listening, we'll have the links and resources in there for you. Uh, otherwise, uh, let's see. Yeah. I, I will be live later to. Oh, wait. Sorry, I'm getting myself mixed up because of the thing where I drink too much water and my brain's not thinking the way that it usually thinks. Right. <laughs> well, here, let me just say one more thing before, while you get your thoughts collected. Um, this charity, for anyone that's joining right now, is a charity that's going all week. Um, and if you guys would like to be a part of it, um, feel free to contact me or Hop, or either on our Twitters, or if you know how to contact us anyway, um, feel free to do so, uh, or if it's even on uh, the podcast um, Twitter page, because there was definitely a lot of people, and some people we just didn't either know how to connect with, or um, or like we like it was kind of just getting everything kind of rolling. Um, but it's uh, to help. It, they have a focus with um, uh, black mental health, and we just thought that would be something that would help go. Um, go into further as some of the news that we heard about this past week going out of the public eye um, as news tends to do pretty quickly on the internet uh, so so yeah that is that is something that we want to do and um, we will we'll probably we're both going to be streaming tonight so you'll be able to hear about all the different goals or you'll probably see it in our discords later um, so yeah so how, what are you doing yeah. this week Okay, yes, tonight, Fire Emblem, until then, I probably won't be live again until Tuesday night, which would probably TFT. Uh, I know it's the day before, I think, the big patch comes out where everything changes, yeah. so I'll probably be messing around in the PBE to kind of get mm. a hold on the new classes and things Those like classes that. classes are super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll probably join later if the meeting ends. I have a Zoom meeting on Tuesday. Normally we do TFT Tuesdays, but we'll see. And then what do you have planned for tonight? Oh, I didn't know if you had more. No. <laughs> uh, as normal, D-Pain has a lot of things that he's doing tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> uh, tonight we're trying to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I know we're close. I have just a few more side quests, and then we should be able to jump into the final kind of push. Uh, Sunday we're doing a cooking stream where we are making um, gumbo. Um, and Monday we'll be back into Mega Man Legends. So, um, there will definitely be multiple times, uh, where you guys will be able to contact us and kind of donate to the charity. And, um, also just other streamers. Um, so, yeah. And if, if more people joined in, we will make sure that we post it on our, on our discords and, or Twitters and just places where you'll be able to see that. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. it. 
Well, and then to close <laughs> oh, out everything. Oh, never mind. <laughs> close out everything. We will have the quiz for the next coming up topics on our Twitter page, uh, twitter.com slash pointlessdisco. That's yes. also another great place to contact us if you have any kind of feedback or have topics you want to suggest towards us. That's also a great way to keep in contact also we would appreciate if you want to interact with us more when uh, we're not online feel free to take quizzes and reply to things to say like what you got inside the genres and then um beyond that um i had something else uh one day we would like to be able to pull off a live show we have some ideas for goofy things we can do if anyone's willing to put us in front of a panel but i think uh, people that's poor people. <laughs> but for us to get to that point, it would be super helpful if you could leave reviews, comments, share us with a friend. All that does help bring uh, the podcast. And fingers crossed we'd be able to have it recorded. So even if you're not there to physically attend, we can also share in the goofiness that we have planned in the future. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a hope. I also realized we need to find out how we can read reviews. <laughs> Because I was trying that this week. I don't know how to actually read reviews. so See if anyone has left stuff for us, yeah. Yeah, if you have and we haven't read it, thank you for writing it. <laughs> That's as far as I got right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I think that's it. I believe right? so. Yeah, I think this week ran a little long because we did have the announcements snuck in yes. there in the beginning and then announcement at the end. But yeah, we always appreciate all you guys for coming in, listening, interacting with us while we do the live show. Um, yeah, if you wanna, if you miss part of it and you wanna listen to it again, we typically try to have them uploaded on the major podcast networks uh, sometime on Mondays. Um, mm. If I can uh, actually get myself onto a schedule, <laughs> I plan on also trying to highlight clips for us on our YouTube channel. And then feel free to also contribute there. If you have clips or things that you thought were pretty interesting and you'd like to see like saved in a clip format, let us know so we can make sure to have that ready and available. Um, yeah. And then following us on Twitter is where you'll get the latest updates. <laughs> yep. And that is it. So I hope you all had a good day and I'll find out if we're under two hours when I edit this. We might Bye-bye. have to do special oh. editing. Bye. Yeah, well, bye. I was going to say, I need to make a timer for hydrate. I'm going to have to pee <laughs> really fast. I might. And okay. So I'm going to say, is there a way for me to disable the channel points? No, I'm going to turn them off for the podcast because I'm not going to drink water. Ah! <laughs> I'm not going to stop and sip water in the middle of my conversation. <laughs> I'm more important than your points, losers. <laughs> I need to do this now. They're so excited. I am going to have to pee. Uh. <laughs> Where is the... You have a straw. You could just make it look like you were drinking. Look what you've did. Oh my god! <laughs> Please! Streamer drowns via chat. <laughs> Manage rewards! Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> did it so save? Let's is it going that's one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, sips. You just finish the cup and then go get a new one. We'll, we'll wait. Here, I'll join for one because I'm also thirsty. Ah, 14! Ah, I burped. <laughs> The way you said, the, oh, your reaction God. was like, I haven't burped in years. <laughs> oh, it's still there. <laughs> no, that one's posture check. I can do that easily during the podcast. I just have to move my shoulder. Oh, my spine just cracked. <laughs> oh, same here. <laughs> We're old <laughs> and decrepit. 